Derek Gates, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, stoked you're here. Also, with you brought somebody with you. He's off camera right now. I want to make sure he kn- everyone knows that you have support. There's here. somebody in the room. I don't know if he's support. <laughs> I, I'm trying to marry my daughter, and I've and oh he, he, he oh went man, from being kind of like my my right hand man to being the enemy in a matter of let's, let's jump right into that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Let's That's very stressful, Derek. It's, it's stressful for him. Yeah. I, I so, want yeah. to constantly murder. You better take good pictures over there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You better take her pictures. It's up to this. It's come down to this. Your marriage is on the line. <laughs> this is the final task of the approval. <laughs> we'll have multiple yeah. levels, though. Yeah. Well, Derek, thanks so much for coming to the podcast. Um, it's really cool because we followed you for a while now on social media, Instagram. Yeah. We saw you at, what was that um, festival we went to, Summertime? Something with country music. Yeah, Cole Brocato Cole, was kind of ahead of that. Yeah, great guy, man. Yeah. Great guy. Um, but yeah, we've seen each other, but now we finally get to have you on the podcast. Um, there's so much kind of to go over because you're a very interesting person. To well, me. maybe. Yeah, I, I, that's why I kind of like following you. And you also post very, some people might say provocative things that are Sometimes, definitely yeah. counterculture, but I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you speak your mind. Yeah, so I mean. I have mad respect for that, dude. That's all I got. Yeah, okay, so you, um, originally I saw you because you were getting into politics, right? Or you are in politics? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I ran for Congress. Okay. Um, I came in uh, third place out of uh, 17, which is also called losing. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, now I'm on the I'm on the state board for the uh, California Republican Assembly, so I'm, I'm still involved. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, how do you decide to run for Congress? Well, <laughs> that's a big step. Uh, man. It was a huge step. Uh, it was a step that I mean, it, it basically kicked kicked me around the whole time we did it. You know. Um, uh, Basically, you know, I saw our, I felt like our country going to hell and, um, I happened to be in an undisclosed city on an undisclosed date in an undisclosed, um, insurrection. Oh, and, uh, imagine that. Yeah. And, um, I just, I was just, I was, I was a little proud, like, like there was some, you know, patriotic, like welling up in me and, and then also a little sad that our country is in such a state and. I kind of just felt like, you know what, you know, people talk a lot of garbage and, and they don't get in the fight. And so I, that night I talked to my wife, I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm considering doing this. And, and, uh, so we went, we went home and, and launched out and that's how it started. Wow. Well, now what's the process so, of like, run, pretty much, okay, how do you, how I do you have any idea? <laughs> uh, you had somebody help I'm you get the that? guy. Uh, no, oh, you, man, you ever heard that, that reel on, uh, like Instagram It's like, bro. People keep asking me what you know. How do you do it, man? I yeah. don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. We had zero clue. And matter of fact, just to my ignorance was, um, I didn't realize how ignorant I was. Honestly, I thought, man, I'm a pretty smart guy. I can do this. Yeah. And then I found found out how stupid I am. Probably takes a huge team. I would imagine it did. It did take a huge team. Like for me, I didn't even have. I didn't know that Congress was every two years. I thought it was every four years, like everything else. And so <laughs> when I said, "Hey, we're going to go home. We're going to launch out. And we're going to do this," I I spoke too soon. I'd already told everybody, and then I found out the election was in two years from that moment. And I, I thought I had four years. Oh, geez. To kind of get ready and. Uh, so, you know, nobody wanted to help me. Look, I mean, I'm tattooed from my freaking neck to my fingers. You know, people are like, nobody's going to follow you. Nobody's going to listen to you. And I heard that a long time cause I'm in ministry, you know, same, yeah, yeah. same, same thing. And, uh, so I started out with, you know, I gathered about 10 people I knew said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do this. Do you want to be involved? And they said, yes. And before we knew it, uh, you know, we were, we were the ones that put the, you know, seven thousand people at LA City Hall. 
people are coming out. You know, I marched down wow. the streets of, of, of uh, L.A. with, you know, 5,000 one time, 7,000 another, you know, several thousand different times, you know, all following me. And nobody thought it was possible. And, and we did it, you know. And, uh, you know, I end up coming in third place out of 17. And that's still really good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so not knowing what you're doing, third every, place is every, pretty damn good. Everybody, everybody, they, according to people, the people that are in the know, they always say everybody loses their first election. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty competitive. I don't like to lose. Uh, but, you know, we, we raised 30,000, which is not, that's not even a drop in the bucket for politics. You know, we raised 30,000. The guy who, the kind of the establishment ran against me. Yeah. He raised two and a half million. He only beat me by 2,000 votes. So, Whoa. wow. You know, we that's, were right. That's on, awesome. Yeah. I it mean, it's pretty awesome. But, you know, it was, yeah, I had a great team. You know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, I, you know, I had about 80 solid people on my team. And, you know, without a team, you can't do it. Oh, you can't. No, I mean, that, that goes for politics or pretty much almost anything. Everything, man. You need solid people. Yeah. You got to have solid people around you. I, I, I always tell people it's like surround yourself with those that celebrate you, not tolerate you oh you know my man. and um, very good you know and that's what i did it's like look you know if if you believe in this you believe what we're doing you're on the team if you don't get on down the road so, wow. so how is it when you uh, when so you know when you come up with a plan right and yeah. the next step is to find the the team yeah okay yeah, yeah. right what what like what how is that processing go? Is it right. like knowing someone that has prior experience in campaigning, or is it just you find someone to? Like, I was you know, hoping like that was, kind of I, thing. I was kind of hoping that yeah. was it. Uh, <laughs> but you know, everybody that had prior experience, you know, for the first several months, they don't want to have anything to do with you. You know, you have no kind of uh, political pedigree. You know, gotcha. you, you're not you're not coming up through the ranks of politics. You you didn't play for the farm club. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so you you just it, there's a little bit of it where they they kind of see you as being a little arrogant and cocky that you can just come on the scene and just do this, you know, and, um, it's kind of how Trump did it though, right? Donald Trump did it. He was the man, you know, he yeah. was the, you know, but he also the, had billions he of also dollars. had a lot. Yeah. A little <laughs> change Financial in his pocket. Differential yeah, there. Yeah. A little change in his pocket. You yeah. know, a little bit. A little Whatever. Bit. Yeah, it was like $30,000 yeah. lunches. Oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's exactly right. You know, by, you know, within about the first six months, people started to recognize they're like, Oh, wait a second. This guy, this guy can pull a crowd. And when it became about how many people I could get to follow me, then the political people started to come around. And then people were like, Hey, come, will you come and speak at our fundraiser? And cause I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've been public speaking for 20 years, mm. you know? And so it was a little bit of a process, but it, but it came around and, you know, uh, my first guy that, that believed in us, his name was Steve Frank. Steve Frank's this shrewd Jewish old guy who, um, I mean, he just says what he thinks. He's kind of like the Donald Trump of like, I don't know, of Ventura with no money. But uh, uh, <laughs> he 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 wanted me. He met with me one day, and he was like, "Look," uh, I said, "Look, I'm I'm willing to cover my tattoos on my hands and my neck, or, or get them removed." He goes, "Don't you do a thing." Mm. He goes, "People are tired of politicians. You're exactly what can win this." And so he came on and kind of taught us the ropes and. And we, you know, after that, it kind of like we were, sling, you know, like a slingshot out. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. I, I agree with him. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people are sick of just kind of the everyday, yeah. not everyday, but the, the same cookie cutter elderly person running for yeah, office. Yeah. Well, well, you know, what's interesting, I, I was talking about, um, I would talk a lot about stuff that, that I think you and I, you know, the normal people wanted to hear about term limits, holding people accountable, yeah. you know, uh, get these, you know, lifelong people out and, um, 
you know, uh, I got a, I got a knock on my door, man. They came to my house. They're like, look, if you want us to get behind you, you got to stop talking about things like term limits, you know? And I'm like, God. <laughs> First little step into the political game. Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> yeah. right. You know, at first they weren't worried because they didn't think anybody would listen to me. And then when you got 7,000 people showing up to hear you, they're like, oh, wait a second. But, you know, Ooh, I like that. Looking term. at this, you know, I started to realize something, though. It's like we already have term limits. It's called freaking voting. It's like. That's a good point. You know, every two years, yeah. your term is up unless the same freaking people vote for the same freaking people, you know? And, yeah. um, you know, I we could we could legislate it and make it a law. They can't serve that past that time. But, you know, we keep voting for these same people, the Maxine Waters, the Pelosi's, the, you know, McConnell's over on the other side, you know? It's, you know, it's really, it's our fault. Absolutely. I mean, you, I think you nailed it. But I think... I mean, just adding to what Tim was saying, like the new vamp, that whether it's look, you know, or what you deem is important, I think that's that's why you have seven thousand people showing up. Yeah, sure. Is because the most people, you know, depending on how involved in politics you've been growing up, or let's say like the younger half of adults, they probably don't really care enough, you know what I mean, to like get out there and vote every yeah. single time, you know, because I mean, you look, you. Re- I'm sure the amount of time, effort, and everything going into that just to get noticed and then taking the next step, getting a following, everything, and you're trying to pump the crowd and get them inspired to, one, be able to fill out the voting thing correctly, and two, either show up or make sure it's mailed in or whatever you choose to do. You know what I mean? You're trying to inspire that, and then if you don't win, like in this case, right, you got to try that much harder and some the next time. And it's like, you you know, it's like you got to still motivate the people that were following you yeah. to get into the next step oh, as well. Exactly right. You know, and I think when that happens, sometimes people are not, <laughs> it's a hard sometimes. I'd say most of the time it's because people are lazy. Yeah, no, it's true. You know, and they just went, they were like, man, I was so involved this last go. There's no way or ah, I don't care, whatever. I tried, it didn't work. And that's how you get those people that you listed, you know, to keep winning and winning because the reality is, is like, well, at the end of the year, you'd be like, well, what the fuck did you do? Or sorry, what the heck did you do? You know? And it's like, there's nothing to show for it. Yeah. You know? It's true. And that's what I think the hope is with getting individuals like yourself, some, a different viewpoint or maybe a a similar viewpoint, but with a different passion to it. I think it's exactly right. You know, people just want to be at the end of the day, people want to feel like they're, they're hurt. Yeah. That people want to feel like somebody actually gives a crap about Absolutely. what they think. You Absolutely. Know? And that's why, you know, we had the Cole Bricados. Yeah. You know, we had the Siakas. The, um, you know, those were all my buddies. I mean, we all jumped in this at the same time. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I, I ran first. And, you know, a lot of these guys, the Siakas and those guys. Uh, I, you guys know Siaka, I think, right? Yeah. 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 You know, a lot of those guys were like, um, if he can do it, I can do it. You right. Know, it's uh, inspiring. Yeah. You know, Michael McMahon, you know, the guy that was, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, he spoke LAPD, at, one of right? my, at one of my events, you know, and um, I remember when he was still in the police force, man, he came up, we, we were doing an event there at City Hall and he walks up and in his, in his uh, police uniform, he's like, look, uh, I got your back. And I was like, okay. I didn't know who he was. Okay. You know, he's like, no, <laughs> look at me. Look at, look at me. I've got your back, you know? Yeah. I didn't realize he was, you know, he was really rooting, rooting for us because he was going through it, you know, he was going through it and he knew we cared. Well, yeah. that's, that's awesome to hear. I mean, and that's the hope is that, I mean, are you, are you, can you say that? Is this not a, making a public thing, but are you going to take another run at it? I don't know what you're talking about. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, ah, I like it. Okay, then it's me. I'm yeah, running. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, welcome. Uh, uh, surprise. That was good. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, no, you know, uh, uh, 
so I'm not going to run in 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realize there's there's a lot of things you know you you just first of all it's it, it's hell on your family. It is, oh, it, I can't imagine, know, dude. Uh, you know, I I was speaking sometime most of the time five times a day at events. Wow. You know. You know, you're looking at uh, and that's community not even, events. Yeah, it's not even in the same city. You're yeah. talking like all Bro, over the place. Because my district, you know, my district ran all the way from Palos Verde all the way up to Santa Monica to Beverly Hills. To, you know, it's, it was a big district. Wow. And uh, and there's there's no traffic there ever, you know? It's just easy Christmas. driving. I could have... Right, I Sam? Could have, I could have Terrible. one one meeting <laughs> one meeting like in in Torrance and then and then I, I'm speaking for five minutes because sometimes they're like, look, we'll give you five minutes, you know, God, to get your point across. Just That's to get crazy. Your point across. It's not it's nuts, but I got I became a pro at it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then and then I've got to drive two hours to Beverly Hills through Torrance and you know rush hour to right. speak for another and what, five lot, minutes. So people know they're listening. Um, a lot there's a lot of people who listen to this that are outside of the U.S. to go from Torrance to Beverly Hills. I would say if there's no traffic, 20 minutes, right? Right, right. Yeah, oh yeah, for right? sure. But yeah. because it's LA, that yeah. crap is two hours Two plus, hours, dude. It's and, insane. And sometimes more. Yeah, it's it insane. Depends. And yeah. does it matter if you take the freeway or you go streets? Yeah, man. You are screwed. You're you stuck. are. It's bad. Oh, man. It's bad. I dread it. Dude, I dread it. Good for you, bro. <laughs> I, I oh, dread, my God. So, so it was it was, it was was hell on my family. Um but my my wife was actually a little bit upset when I said I wasn't going to run in twenty four. She really, really supported me. She's my biggest supporter. Isn't, actually, that, isn't that great when you have when you, your home life yeah. is supporting what you do, even though it's hard. Even my kid, my I made my kids work for the campaign. <laughs> 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 Free labor. Fuck, you know, stuff those envelopes. Yeah, <laughs> put those signs up. Uh, I'm sure yeah. it's important though to have that that backing from your wife. Oh yeah, That's absolutely, a hundred percent. You know, but I, I realize this. You cannot win without money. I hated. I hate the idea of it. I hate it. I hate it because my idea. I really. I was naive. I was. I was just naive. Yeah. I thought I'm going to come in. My ideas are going to be fresh. People are going to love it. I'm going to. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to speak, and people are going. You know, they're going to be. Like, oh man, this guy moves. You know, like a Reagan or a, even like a JFK. You know, like their their speech has just moved you. But you can't win without money. You know, and I. I saw it with my own eyes. Money talks. You know, it takes it to do it, and you can't get that money. I, I can tell you this: that conservative is not going to pull in that kind of money from the district I live in. No, it's no. just not going to happen. No, that, you know, so I, I decided I'm going to spend the next two, three years building more of a base, uh, wor- working for the Republican Assembly, where I can they can see that I'm not a flash in the pan. I'm not, you know, I'm not here just to grift off the system. I'm I really want to help save our state. Yeah, and uh, and then we'll take a crack at it in twenty six. I like that. I like that you don't fit the mold. Yeah, um, because like we talked about earlier, you don't know who you're going to inspire. Just from us, just just off our podcast, Instagram, social media, when we started following you, because I knew Firefighters for Freedom, we've been working yeah, yeah, with them yeah. a lot, and and we support all of that. But seeing you, I was like, oh, I wonder who this what this guy is. Right. And I'm looking at your post, I'm like, oh, dude provocative right? you know like, <laughs> dude he's stirring the pot a little bit yeah, dude yeah. and i saw that you had tattoos yeah i liked that yeah that but that's me you know i got I'm one in or a, two yeah yeah i think we all got a few on us but i liked it because i felt like i could relate to you right i felt like okay this is one of the one of the boys this is somebody who knows exactly where i'm at yeah, what i'm sure. going through as far as being middle class yep you know it's not this person who's and not this bad but 60 to 70 years old wearing a you know 
ten thousand dollar suit. Right, right. Yeah. Telling tell you me how things. bad you got it, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm T- tell me how you don't you. know how your rent's coming next month. Next <laughs> yeah. month, yeah. Tell me, please. Right, yeah. and that's why I I liked seeing you and started following yeah. you. Was pretty stoked that you were doing what you're doing. Yeah. Um. So you know when you when you run again, dude, just know you have our support. Awesome. Dude. And I I hope that. that the image thing that should never hold anybody back. No, I hope that I hope it inspires more. I really do because yeah. people have more power than they think. Look at Cole with the long hair. I was like, dude, bro, if he no, wins dude. with long hair, this is like <laughs> ultimate freaking <laughs> Samson. Yeah, right. <laughs> Cole Brocato. Yeah, good shout out Cole. We yeah, love man. you, bro. Hell yeah, we gotta have you back on guy. here. He, he would just on. crack me up all the time. He's such he's a like funny. surfer, bro. I yeah, it. I know it. It's so I know it, man. He got into it, man. Vote, bro. Yeah, vote, bro. Yeah, I still got the shirt. He's got such a cool name, and I got Gates, and it's like. Nah, Gates. Fine, I mean, everybody's with Bill Gates. I'm like, oh Jesus. <laughs> like, actually, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's my it's uncle, my dude. Uncle. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just start that going. Here like, we'll start today. <laughs> it's his uncle. Hey, I'd, I'd be like, they're like Bill Gates. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, dude, you know what's interesting for me is you're a pastor. I am. That's okay. So how did you get into that? Like, when did you get that? And how, uh, what, what drew you to that? Okay, so crazy story. Um, <laughs> so like, I I used to be I was a drug dealer. Um, Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> what were you, plot twist. <laughs> do you, yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Walter White over here, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We can get funds for your next campaign. Uh, uh, yes, I said that one time. I was like, I was like Neil. We could have all the money we need, uh, <laughs> yeah. and also the FBI knocking them. Exactly, yeah. But um, yeah, big wigs do it, right? That's What's exactly the difference? Right. Yeah. The government's the biggest mafia. If anything, oh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so marketing. True. So, <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah. I was I was a drug dealer, um, pr- pretty big, pretty big drug dealer. And I talk. Was it here? In, no, you not, not in California. Where? Midwest, okay. Midwest. Okay. I, that's, I'm from the Midwest, and. Um, you know, and not only was I a drug dealer, I was a, I was a freaking chronic drug addict. You know, it's just like all, all I want to do is just get high all the time. Just, was it was the hard stuff? Hard I mean, stuff. You're talking. We're not talking just weed. We're talking no, hard, bro. Hard. No, I'm talking. You know, banging cocaine and meth and whatever. You know, okay. um, it was just my life. Every every minute of my violence. You know, uh, is that because you were kind of raised in it? Or is I it was just... raised in it. Yeah, my my family kind of came out of that. I was raised in it. Um, it's weird, you know. When I was a kid, you know, I always wanted to be the. You know, you watch the movies. I wanted to be the bad guy. You know, I'm like, oh, look at this dude smoking that cigarette, looking all cool. You know, and then pulling out the, you know, pulling out the gun, whatever. You know, and and so I got, you know, from early on, I I really got involved in a lot of violent stuff. Um, I fought, I fought in an underground uh, underground fighting league in Tulsa. Tulsa <laughs> no. It's just we, cra- we definitely just him crazy. Crazy. I, I wrote yeah. it. I, I wrote it. I should have brought a copy of my book. Oh no! Book wait, what's your what's your book called? It's called From Death to Destiny: The Devil Tried to Kill Me. Wow. That's what. Oh, yeah, dude, like we would have plugged yeah. that hard, yeah. man. Uh, Hollywood. I've actually they've tried to make a movie out of it. They they but the crazy thing is like so Hollywood they want to take all the God stuff out. And then, of course, the, they do. and then the Christian production companies want to take all the violence and the drugs and the sex out. It just doesn't make sense either way. Your story's you gotta, your story, dude. You got to tell the whole story. Yeah. So I, I said, look, I'd rather it never be a movie than for you to screw up the story. You know, because yeah. it's a redemption story. You know, absolutely. So uh, I died. I died of a drug overdose, and what? Um, I was in. A, and then this is where I either people just don't believe it or they're like, no, nah, this this guy's crazy. But it's my story. I'll tell how I want. But. Um, 
I, I died. Have you guys ever seen the movie Ghost back in the day? Patrick Swayze. Oh, uh, absolutely. His wicked slick hair. I dude, love his hair. The, I, uh, I kind of had a man crush on him. He's, dude, the, I'm sorry, but the pottery if, if scene? If I was gay, looking, he'd be the dude. Dude, t- t- come on. When they're making that pot, bro. Did you uh, not? Yeah, bro. I, that was like it's a dream for a while to have a girl and do yeah, that. You yeah. know? I wanted to take a pottery because of that. I was like, someday I'm going to have a chick that <laughs> exactly. wants to make pots. Yeah, and real life is that'll never happen. <laughs> never happen. They're going to be like, I don't want to be dirty. Yeah, exactly. Um. So anyway, in the in that movie, at the end of the movie, uh, the, there's these demons that kind of come like out yeah. of the shadows. You remember for that? For the guy who, that piece of glass film, right? Yep, 100%. So, uh, so I died. I'm in the hospital room, and then I'm looking at my body. And, uh, serious, as a heart attack. No way. I'm looking at my body. Uh, I know I'm dead. I'm just, I just know it. And then those shadows, just like in that movie, start kind of coming out of the corner and then I saw that a figure in light over in the other corner. I just knew it was Jesus. I could I couldn't tell what he looked like. It was just like a like a like a silhouette of light. And I said, "If you save me, I'll serve you for the rest of my life." That is powerful. And um, I came back to life. They called me a medical miracle. Uh, I I know what it was. I know that that Jesus spared my life and. I was serious about it for about the first five minutes, and then I kind of went back to doing drugs. <laughs> doing drugs, no. <laughs> but uh, it, about about three months later, I was like, okay, okay. You You're know, the I, hardcore I, prodigal son, right, bro. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> Jesus, like, hey, yeah, I'll get you later. Thanks. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, uh, about that, Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, God, yeah. this is the fifth time, God. Yeah, I, mean, I just, said forever, right? I just said one more time. Forever. I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, you know, so about, you know, a few months later, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm outside and I'm just looking up and, you know, everybody always says, I'll, I'll get right tomorrow. That's, I'll, you know, I'll get right tomorrow. And I just remember thinking when is tomorrow going to be too late? You know, it's like, I have an opportunity for, you know, to start over a new life. And, and so I did, I, I just kind of ditched it all and, and said, okay. And I, I wasn't perfect. You know, it's been a long road to figure that life out. You know, when you, all you knew was violence and drugs and, you know, sex, rock and roll and that whole thing. It takes time, dude. It takes, it takes time to time. change. Absolutely. It takes time. And, and you, you got to show yourself grace, man. Yeah. Well, know? yeah, absolutely. Thank God. Because, you know, all of us suck. I still suck today. You know, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, all, all, yeah, we all do, brother. <laughs> we all suck, you know, and um, we, uh, sh- the, the thing I always talk about is, we, you know, you've seen the movie Shrek. Yeah. You know, yes. and Donkey's like talking to Shrek. And, donkey. Yeah, Donkey. <laughs> and um, and uh, Shrek nice. said, basically, like an ogre's like an onion. You pull one layer back and there's another smelly layer underneath. And and that's how we are. You know, it's like I, I figure one thing out. I kind of get fixed. And then God's like, okay, well, you got you got some more crap there to shovel, you know, and we'll never be perfect. That's what grace is for. And, yeah. And uh, we can only be the best we can be, you know. And Man, I just want to say that's... That's an amazing story, and I really appreciate you being having the courage to even just talk to us about yeah, that. And I'm yeah. sure you've talked to uh, you know plenty of times, but um, you know to look back on your life and be introspective, and to look and know you know what this isn't working. Right, I, I yeah. need something more. I I was there last year. I went through a lot of shit. Bro. Right, yeah. Um, and it brought me back to my own faith. Am I going to church every Sunday? No, but I'll tell you what, I do have a relationship with the Lord. And that's, and that's what counts. Yeah. And it's, it's helped me so much in ways that I can't explain. And you know what the sad part is, is there's people who shit on you for it. Yeah. It's so weird. I remember I had one friend, dude, I was like, what, isn't this what this is here for? To help us, to guide us. It's a manifesto to lead us in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. To bring hope, peace, you know, in a world where there's no hope. That's right. Have you ever, like, I've, you've lived a life where there's no hope. Yeah. That's a terrible feeling. 
Yeah. I've been there. You know, you're I've like, been there in faith. Oh my you god! Know, as a yeah. pastor, you know, I've I've been there. It's like just no hope, you know. And and um, it's one of those things. I'm like, I don't want to like let this go again. You know, yeah. am I perfect? By no means, bro. Yeah. I'm still gonna tell the stupid, dirty joke and right. cuss in there, but. I still know that there's a creator and he's taking care of me. It's you know what? You're just like, my life. you're just to be like the disciples, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I tell people this all the time when they're like, well, you know, I just, I want to get my life figured out, you know, before I, whatever. I'm like, you know, just think of the disciples, bro. They were fishermen. They were sailors. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And we know how sailors are, you know, it's right. like, I can just imagine the sailors sitting around with Jesus, just cutting up, telling the joke. Hey, did you see her, you know, <laughs> you see that? look at that, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I mean, just, it, it had to be because it, it's just how human humanity is, is we're not perfect. We, you know, we, we have that kind of mind and, and at the end of the day, do do we know do we know the truth and that's what really matters you know yeah. is is do we know the truth yeah how how does your faith kind of play into your politics do you think they kind of coincide has it yeah. been has it caused not trouble but have some people been oh like, it caused trouble oh I uh, okay you know it, it, yeah you know because um yeah i was known i mean i i traveled i traveled the world being a preacher you know mm-hmm. for for years doing these huge conferences thousands of people and all this kind of stuff and and uh, then when I decided I was going to, you know, run for office, I was like, okay, well, I got to figure this out. You know, I got to get up there and I got to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, fix my fix my tie and, you know, be this this person. And it just didn't work for me mm. because that's not who I am, yeah. you know. And, and so that took about three weeks. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be who I am, which is I'm going to be Derek Gates, who loves the Lord who's going to just tell you how it is, no matter what hurts your feelings or not. Mm. And uh, I wear my faith on my sleeve, but I don't believe it's an overbearing faith. I believe it's a faith that just, um, you know, I, I try try my best at life. And, and that's what I want to portray as, a, as, as, you know, a citizen of the United States that just wants to help our country. And, and so, yeah, I, I would talk about my faith. Um, you know, for me, I, I believe if you're a Christian, you should vote biblically based. You know, there's you know, kind of foundational things that I think you have to kind of do, like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, pro-life, uh, you know, there's all, you know, those kind of things. And that wasn't necessarily the most popular thing, but, but I stuck to my guns. It's an interesting time right now in our country. And I say even in our world, mm-hmm. um, you know, for, and this is just my opinion, but it seems like bad is good and good is bad. Oh yeah. Personally for me, I don't care who you love. I don't right. care who you sleep with. Right. That's between you. That's between you and your maker one day. Yeah, and what you're doing with your life. But to force that on us and to make that the majority and to yep. make laws and stuff based off on that, where I have to play along more. That's why I kind of have an issue. You're 100 percent right. I, I just got done talking about this yesterday. I spoke at a church over, um, I don't know, somewhere Pasadena or something like that, and uh, I said, "Look, I, you know, I wish that being gay was okay. You know, like biblically." I wish it was being okay because I know a lot of gay people. I love them. I've got I've got family that's gay, uh, and I love them. And I wish I could I wish I could kind of co-sign off on it because I honestly I just I don't care. You know you, what you do is what you do. You know my where my beef is 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 when you start telling me I've got to marry you because I'm a because I'm a pastor. You know or that or that um, you know I got to bake bake the cake. Those you know, bakeries. Like, you know, oh man, that type of thing. You know, yeah. that's where my beef is. Is don't drag me into what you want to do. You know, I didn't drag people into you know into my room when I was shooting up cocaine and saying you got to do it because I do it. You know, right? You know, it's just like, don't drag me into your into your behavior and and we're fine. You know, and and I 
that's the agenda. I, I see that as, you know, a kind of a leftist agenda is to make everybody have to participate in it, you know, and mm-hmm. as a white male straight, you know, I'm the number one target for the left. You know, they, they hate us. White, <laughs> white straight males. This, conservative. Yeah. Conservative. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. You're screwed. Oh, it's, it's yeah. I'm this bad. <laughs> Not screwed. Bad. I don't mean, I don't mean it like that. Sick. Yeah. It's just, I've got to keep a couple of brothers around me. It's probably, like, I got you, baby. Wait, you're here? <laughs> I got you. It's I'm cool, man. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. Sam, good. Hey, good. Sam, it's nah, the first it, time in history people actually want me black. Right. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> man. They want me around. I thought. I love you, Sam. That's why I started bringing him along <laughs> but, uh, oh, oh, no. oh, You just gotta take it, bro. How yeah. much do you it's want? It's all good, bro. You gotta take it, son. He takes it all the time. You know. <laughs> now you know it's such a it's such an interesting uh, conversation point because it's like because you stand like so whatever you know you you're you're running as Republican, sure, conservative, right? Yeah. You have the background and the prior employment or, or current employment as minister, so you are like you're a candidate that's probably very grounded in for like like formal morality based judgment right. is what you're going to lean on. So yeah. it is going to be pro life. It is going to be these, you know, like yeah. uh family based yeah. you know, nuclear pro, family. Nuclear yeah. family. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I I was like I was spacing on that yeah, one. Yeah. Um what's interesting with that is that so obviously depending on where you're running, you know, or at least in this state, there's a lot of areas that are very left leaning. You know, or, or like should, all the areas. Well, it's pretty much all of the areas, except like there's like a couple pockets in Orange yeah, County right, that right, tend yeah. to lean right. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting to me is that even though let's say let's say the standard voter, right? Let's say the standard voter is like middle left, right? But when they see someone that has this background, they they're probably not even listening to what you're actually saying. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's already the assumption that yep. it's like. He's on the right. I cannot listen to yep. him. Right, yep. and I find and that then when they see the when they see the occupation, oh, hundred more, right. Yeah. So it's like because the first one, the probably you probably get the most kickback for our abortion stuff, yep. pro life. I'm assuming, yep. right. So what? But what I find interesting is that even though there's people that let's say you're middle left, and you're like. You know, there's a lot of things I like about what you're saying, but your moral fundamental foundation is just not. I know it's not right. going to be in alignment with my left, whatever those things are. What yeah, it, it doesn't matter. But what I think is crazy to me is that I feel like there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And it's like, how long is it going to take where it's like, you know what? Even if I don't agree with the moral fund, whatever your base or whatever I think your base is going to be, why don't I just give you a chance anyway? Because we've had... 20 years of the same shit and nothing's getting done. Right. Nothing. Exactly. Except Fact. except they're getting richer. Yeah. Those people in these positions are getting, they're very wealthy once they're, you know, if you can make it 20 years in the game, you're crushing it. Right. But what I find cra- is, is exactly that, is that it's like, okay, even if on a basic level where I'm like, you know what, he says he doesn't, like, I, and I'm not for abortion, but let's just say I was, right? And if I'm just like, ah, he's like zero, none. And I'm not saying that's what you are, right. but I'm just saying like at, on a base level, I can't get behind that. Right. But when years go into the system and even with, if whatever your personal, and I'm using abortion just as a no, topic, no. it doesn't yeah, matter what no, it I is, it. but whatever that thing that I'm like, oh my God, I just want him to make it better. Nothing gets better. Right. You know what I mean? Except like your tax base goes up and shit costs right, more. Right. And you can't, if I go, hey, I spent, I made, I spent $70,000 in taxes last year and I'm looking around me and everything looks the freaking same. 
You know what I mean? It's like, when do you go, okay, you know what? I don't care. I don't care if I, I can agree on half the stuff. I'm going to go the other way. Right. I'm going to see how it works. I'm going to end up being homeless and, and being pro-choice is what, you know, yeah. Well, at least I'm in Skid Row, but at least that chick can still have an abortion, yeah. you know, that I don't know, uh, the 10th one or whatever. Yeah, no, you're you're right. I think, here, here's the thing about, I just don't think people are hurting enough yet to, to really care about the bigger picture, you know? Mm. And And by the way, I, I kind of have a weird point of view on that subject, which is like, I don't really think you can legislate morality. People are going to do what they want to do anyway. You yeah, know, that's, now, that's deep. Dude. That's I true. wouldn't vote for it. You know, I, I'm definitely I'm definitely pro-life. But at the end of the day, um, Jesus gave us, the, you know, God gave us the right to choose. And you can either choose what's right or you can choose what's wrong, whether the law allows it or not. Um, I mean, we know that, you know, it used to be you could get a, an abortion wherever you you know you could go get it somewhere if you wanted it you're going to get it right no. so um it kind of I, I think it does if i had it to do over i probably wouldn't have ran on that as being a a um out front viewpoint of mine like like uh, i would have definitely you know if i was asked i would definitely say i am i'm pro-life all the way you know that would have been you know definitely one of my grounding aspects but but not a main talking point i would know i mean i mean three it doesn't make sense for it to be a main talking point in my district because it's not going to win you any votes you know right right you right. know the 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 r's are going to already vote for you now you're trying to shift the opinion of the people that are in the middle left. Right. Um, and those people, the things that will shift those votes are economic viewpoints. It, 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 that's what it's about. It's about economics at that point. You know, so if I had it to do over, I would leave a little a little uh, less of that off the table and have it be because honestly, it's, it's not a congressional issue to begin with. It's, it's just not, you know, if, if it goes back, if it ends up going back to any kind of vote, it's going to be a Senate issue. Um, and, at, and at this point, it's a state issue. You know, it's, it's, it was always kind of designed for it to be a state decision to begin with. So it's not even uh, anything that I could vote on to begin with. That's what I was at. Damn, dude. And I was like, well, just, uh, bang, son. Boom. There you go. I'm like, damn, Derek, good job, yeah. dude. I thought I had something I to know. say. I know. I was like, getting lost in what I was like. Yeah, what you said, bro. I agree. I agree. You know what? You're right. It's, it's yeah. Let's go. It's a state thing. That's the point. <laughs> no, mean, well, dude, there's, there's something that to, to be said, you know, running the way you did, man, and standing up for what you believe. It is what it is. Yeah, that, yeah, for sure. You can't take away from someone's own convictions. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that in my own life with certain people who stand their ground. And looking back, I have so much respect for him. Yeah, I mean, it's a punk move to water down what you believe to make people happy. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a punk move, in my opinion. Uh, you know, uh, I, I would never water down what I believe, um, for sure. You know, and uh, and I want people to stand with me that won't water down what they believe, you know. Yeah. Um, it, but it does take, it takes a certain amount of courage that, you know, I'm not saying I had the courage, but I had people around me that encouraged me and gave me the courage to stand on those principles. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and going off of that, I really, something I've just been thinking about just in my own life lately, but a little background here is um, like Sam, are you good? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say something, but yeah, go ahead, bro. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. No, man. Um, I wanted to just ask real quick um, because of, you know, like you said, you you have tattoos um, and you're a male and you're white. Do, does the left look to you and say, 
um, like automatically assume, you know, you're one of them and, oh, because he's got tattoos and, oh, look at this guy. You no, know? they, they actually look at me and assume that I'm a white supremacist. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. You know, which, which is, it's odd because I, I, you know, I would tell people like, so we would do those big meetings, you know, at, at downtown and Antifa would show up like 300 strong, you know, just crazy stuff. And everybody else would be like, oh, screw them. And I would go and talk to Antifa. You know, um, Neil has videos of me, like, surrounded by Antifa. They're all sitting, like, on the, on the, on the grass, and, and I'm there talking to them. And I'm saying, look, you know, we're, we're all pawns in this freaking game. You know, if you think that the government really gives a shit, excuse me, no, you're uh, fine. about... About what you think. I was going to say, ring Thank that bell, you. bro. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We try to say that all the time. Right. We, we try to say that so hard. Please continue. No, no, it's it. You know, if you think that the government gives a crap about what you think or what I think, you are just freaking living in some fantasy land. And a matter of fact, you're you're literally, you're, you're Antifa. You're supposed to be an anarchist, which is against the government. And here you guys are out here. Thank you. Bitching and moaning <laughs> about it's about masks and all this kind of crazy it's the, crap. It's the dumbest name they could have yeah, picked. Right. They went for like an anarchist stance, but they're totally following right. line with the federal they're push. The foot, they're the, you're the most an, you're the, the most anti-anarchist ever. Yeah, right. And but but you know what? It's it's a group. Look, anytime you have an aggressive movement of some passion, yeah. right? You're going to instill passion in some people that maybe would have never, ever thought about doing what they're going to do next, yeah. ever. And I think yeah. Antifa is a great example of that mm -hmm. because, and I'm not saying, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'll... Yeah, I'll shit on them. I'm not a fan of them in, in general. But I don't think anybody is, really. Right. Okay, so, but what I mean is, is, I was like, they got a lot of what it seemed like would be kind of like maybe social outcast type individuals that got together and they went, I can stand with this yeah. because I feel virtuous. Yeah, that's right. Right? So yeah. you, have this, you have this moment where all of a sudden you have groups of people getting together that they may have only met on like chat rooms, right. you know what I mean? But now they're like, yeah, I, you know, yeah. whether or not the message of what they believe in is actually in support of that. Right. It was just something they, they psychosomatically can... make themselves believe in it. hundred percent. They do the same shit that the like extreme right wing people no, do. Exactly you know what right. I mean? It's the same bullshit. It's all a it's bunch like... of people that have had no friends. They, they're living in their, their mom's <laughs> basement, eating Cheetos on a bing bag chair, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in, in freaking stained up underwear yes you know yes. That now all of a sudden they have some buddies to go hang out with and they squeeze themselves squeeze themselves into their freaking black tight freaking jeans and you know <laughs> masks can come out and let's throw a brick through and, and call it freaking you know you know a, we're it's a virtue signal thing you know we can go fashion police at least with a little bit oh, of these Jesus, people right yeah. let's be real here if you're point was to be like destructive and chaotic why are you wearing skinny jeans right i right. wouldn't wear no. like bro, i'd be out bro, there in some joggers yeah. and fucking <laughs> boots on like i'm like i might get my toe stepped on yeah, i might have right. to kick a hole through something you know what i mean, I mean but I'm, if i gotta jump a fence my my inseam's not getting yeah, stuck on anything right. and i'm looking at you know the what dude I'm saying? And it's like, like the guys have like camel toes i'm like bro those those jeans are way too tight bro i'm flattering you no, are no. not doing this i thought know? the same thing i was like i'd at least have some like knee pads on some Elbow pads, right. some motorcycle gloves. Yeah, let's get in there. Yeah. You know, I saw a couple. You know, they're wearing the helmets and the vests and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, again, not tactically sound. <laughs> like, if you're gonna if you're gonna be out there and your mission is to cause chaos, no, it's like for the amount of time these people have had, 
Very sad. Very sad. It's, and I it's think ridiculous. It's true. It's true. I, those are all valid points. And I'm glad they were ineffective. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. I don't have, want. I don't want like a like a. Did you guys ever see the, group? the battle for LA? <laughs> have you guys heard of the battle for LA? <laughs> no. So well, August fifteenth of twenty. What was it? Twenty two. Twenty two. Twenty one. It's either twenty one or twenty two. Uh, we did a massive event downtown. It was our first real big one that we did. Oh man! You're, and, if you do more, you gotta call us, bro. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll be there. And uh, we'll show up with some joggers and boots. That, that's right. Well, here, the crazy thing. have you guys heard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you'll just be, you'll We're ready, the line. Yeah. Like, I'll just be. I'll, yeah, I'll get you guys in. I'll be like, line. yo, what's up, guys? F everything, All right? You, just Am I hair, right? Dye your hair blue, get a little snot on your nose. There you go. Yeah, be like, did you guys' parents get <laughs> kicked said, off of insurance too? Bro, you said Super. F everything. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I hate uh, Yeah, I was like, everyone's against me. Yeah, I'm F12 so sad. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. okay, well, you still well, need to get a job. Have you guys heard of Roo Rooftop Korean? You guys know who Rooftop Korean is? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, have you guys had oh, him on? No. Bro, oh. you guys got to have Rooftop Korean on. I'll hook us up with him, dude. Yeah, I will. Yeah, him up. Have him up. Tony, Tony, um, rooftop Korean was our, he, he's the one who organized most of our security stuff, right? Really? And, um, uh, <laughs> Christmas. So they showed up. So Antifa showed up with about 200 people. Right. And, and we had about, I don't know, probably the same, I guess, in pa Patriots more, more, maybe, I don't know what it was, but bro, they should, it, it, I mean, it hit the fan in the middle of the street. And here's the thing. So the police, they have they have this uh, there's an ordinance and it's called mutual combat. So like as long as nobody's getting shot, they will not split up the fight. Get out of here! No, right. I'm dead. no, I thought that was just in Oregon. Well, oh, wait. No, it's here. Hold it's on, in hold California. On, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I we am. have mutual combat yeah, in California. Yeah, hey, I'll send you. Guys <laughs> We're gonna load up, baby. Hardcore. Let's go podcast Back. gear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Knee pads. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Just, just punching gloves. We can do yeah. some boxing gloves with our logo Bro, on it. You could get Let's Go Podcast yeah. like, printed on your own bricks to throw at them. You know? so we'll, just, we'll just put the uh, disclaimer agreements on the inside of the gloves <laughs> right, so you have right. to read it out loud yeah, before you start punching. Hey. They got, <laughs> I, Jordan, they got accept about three this challenge. to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I it agree looks to like mutual the, it looks like the the trailer or the uh, the words on Star Trek is, or, or Star Wars that's coming in. Yeah, it's like um, here's your here's your non disclosure agreement, baby. Yeah, I was but, like, I on the third of August agreed to this mutual yeah, combat exactly. with John Doe. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. I'm like, have, sorry, you're wearing a mask. Listen, you can't, dude, you can't assume John. That's assuming their identity. Their, John their and or Gene Doe. Doe I'm, right. gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have right. a vest that says DG for Derek Gates and then LG gloves for Let's Go Podcast. Yeah, there we go. There we go. We're here, dude. Yeah, I was gonna, gonna say or make eggs two bucks again. Yeah, like, there, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, man. I don't even know. Can they afford to throw eggs at us oh, anymore? That's an expensive. In the battle for LA. They threw down on each other in the streets, and one of our guys got stabbed in the heart. What? Yeah, I kid you not. He lived. Yo, don't invite me. He here, like, I'm out. We take back everything we just said. I will use we fists. take it back. We can rewind. Cut yeah, that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to cut that out. We're, uh, we're going to go live from the uh, Let's Go Podcast studio where we cannot get stabbed. We'll do yeah, the play-by-play right. -play, watching the live stream. Well, <laughs> so Tony went, he went viral around the world. Around the world, really? Um, people, people that were fighting, fighting um, Antifa, like in Germany, France, all these different places over the last couple of years, 
they were all they were wearing like rooftop Korean um, shirts. Oh, no, up right now. And uh, and he so his thing was un, he 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 screamed. He goes unmask them. So his thing was take their freaking mask off so we can get pictures of their faces. And send them to their freaking mom and dad who's paying their bills every month, you know? Ah. And so his phrase was, unmask them, unmask them all. And it went viral, I mean, around the world. People were saying that everywhere. And uh, that was that was a crazy event. You guys got to have him on. I'll get, I'll get you hooked up with him. That would be super awesome. Please, please do. Wait, yeah. Is this, Cause, is was this it the same? Because right I was like, I thought I watched a video where is it was Pat, like Pat, Pat Yo. Is that him? No, no, no. That's not him. Oh, you guys know the story, the rooftop Korean story. This guy yeah, where, from the riots. From the riots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he was one of them that organized that army down there. Um, back you know, in the riots. Do you know yeah, my dad right. worked for him? Oh, no kidding. My dad's a Green Beret. My, he hired uh, my. I probably shouldn't be saying that. Whatever. My dad's 82 now. But, anyways, that long time ago. But my dad was hired, and he worked with him and some other dudes. My dad was getting like I think it was a thousand bucks a day to oh, guard some of these businesses. Yeah, with bro. A few of his teammates, bro. They were standing up on top with like freaking Uzis and. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was oh, insane. Yeah, yeah well, we'll I was gonna to say I here. thought I saw a T-shirt that said Rooftop Korean. Oh, I yeah. wanted to buy it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, but where can I wear that? <laughs> I was like, that, that's him. That's him now. Oh yeah. Oh, oh okay, dude. bro. He's he's uh he's insane, and he's like a what is he like a like a. Like two two thousandth degree black belt and something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. He's oh, just like dude. crazy black belt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would okay. love to see some little Antifa kid mess with him. Oh, it, bro, they, he they <laughs> mopped the. It was insane. <laughs> it was the greatest street fight I'd ever seen. Wow. Yeah. And my security. So my security. Yeah. Because I was running for office, they didn't want me getting any. There was like the last thing. Derek. Anything on video. Punching some dude. You're right. Yeah. They don't want that. And so, yeah. but they thought Press, I was baby. in the middle of it. So my security's off in the middle of all these. Freaking people getting pepper sprayed and hit. They think I'm in the middle of this somewhere trying to yeah. find me. And I'm over on the corner like, what did everybody doing over there? You know? <laughs> it was great. Oh, man. I wonder what the oh. cops, like like you were saying. like They the, just stood they, around and watched, bro. But I mean, like, do they like kind of, they're like... <sighs> Oh, they're on our side. I got, side. I got like, five bucks on these like, No, no, totally. We, we can talk to them all the time. They're like, oh, man, thanks for that. That yeah. was good. You know, like, yeah. we, we want to do that. We can't. Yeah. I love it. It was great. I love it, dude. Such a crazy time. It's an it interesting really time is. in our world, dude. It, it really is. I mean, like I said, it's almost like bad is good, good is bad. It's true. And you see, The Bible says that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it Revelation. Says it, it says, yeah, in oh, Revelation, yeah, it says, it says uh, that they will call good evil and evil good. That's yeah. what it says. Well, we're in a pretty wild time with Russia and China. Bro. I mean, they're flexing hard. Bro, hard. 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 And we're I mean, not... they're sending like little teddy bear balloons over us. And, <laughs> oh, know. and we'll send a $400,000 missile to blow <laughs> it up. It's like, yeah. Yeah. bro, like, okay, yeah, Red Rider. Red Rider. Red Rider. gun out there, please. <laughs> that shot cost you 15 cents. Oh. <laughs> Done. So I was like, ridiculous. get me on the budget committee. It's like, <laughs> when I saw that article, I couldn't laugh hard enough, dude. I that's thought insane. it was hilarious. What I'm do you like, think about the UFO thing, though? It's like been so. Smoked. That's interesting, Just man. Distractions, yeah, yeah smoke and mirrors. All distractions, or I, th- I think it's, right. I think it's a distraction. Yeah, I think a huge. I think so. Well, I mean, look at what's happening in our country right now with all the hazmat. Oh yeah, bro! Insane, right? With the trains, how yeah. can you? Another one just happened tonight on my way here. I yeah. think it was like an, another one in Ohio. Yeah how how can you have six plus train derailments with hazardous materials we're, happening we're, around we're, the we're, same the same reason why you it's can crazy. have seventy something agricultural sites got burnt yeah, down uh-huh. in the last food, food, year? Yeah, distribution food, center, yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's, the thing is, is I that, don't know. Is that, I don't know what's going on. Is that is that our country doing that <laughs> to its own people, or yeah. is that um, outside resources? It could be both. 
I mean, it, it, who's who's bought out in our country? We don't know that, you know. Well, and, we don't. You can, let's let's be real. Dude. Biden, Biden <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say it as it is. Biden. <laughs> Sorry, that was weird. Look, dude, Biden's totally in bed with China. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's just call it as it is. Yeah. You can like me, not like me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But that's the truth. No, that's true. <laughs> Straight up, he's bought out, dude. Hundred no, percent. I mean, he may not know he's bought out. China. Well, I don't even think he knows uh, where he's at right no, now. No, he does. Have no, idea. <laughs> uh, no. But no, he's coming back from the Ukraine today. Oh, yeah. I don't know oh, if you guys. Right. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw dude. that. Uh, he made a uh, a secret uh, showing in uh, Ukraine yesterday into you know this what? morning, and he gave another five hundred million dollars to the president of the Ukraine Pop for aid ah. in the Ukraine, standing in the Capitol building of Ukraine. How Here's, much more publicity do you need to be like, hey, Russia, why, we're gonna fight soon. We're just that's not why I admit like to Trump. It. Trump would be like, uh, no, f that. We're not. Well, doing that. Y- here, here's thank you. Here's what I gotta say about this is. I love this country. I don't know if you listen to our podcast, but I I, I am absolutely through and through red, red, white, and blue. I grew up in it. My dad's Green Beret. And when you have the president of the United States who's supposed to represent represent the people who voted for him, go to freaking Ukraine. When you have people in Palestine, where was it, Ohio? Yeah. Yeah. Suffering. And you lit off chemicals right. that let's, are starting let's burn to burn it in the air and make and kill a freaking people. mushroom cloud. And yeah. yet you deny those people yep. federal aid, but you're going to you go, go get 500 another 500. Yes, million. you're going to go over to Ukraine and get 500 million. He's a I'm traitor. sorry, you're 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 a dickhead. Yeah, like no, you should sure. be taking care of your people first. So you can see where you have Biden who goes over to Ukraine. Yet Trump is in Palestine. Yep. He's risking his own life. Yep. Going, whether you like Trump or not, yep. that's the move. Take care of your people. Yep. That your people come first, man. Hundred percent. And man. he didn't do that. That just shows you where he stands. Yeah, I agree. And, and he also said that he will uh, fund whatever needs Ukraine has. And I could be paraphrasing, just maybe by a couple words, but this is pretty on track. Is that as long as it needs to go? That's so he's like whether he said whether it's days, whether it's month, or whether it's years, we're never going to let you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. What alone. about your own American people who are suffering, right. dude? Yep. Or just that pick another country that's sense. suffering. I mean, if we're yeah. going to go gung ho, let's save it. We're going to pick somewhere that like kids are actually dying right. in the streets from starvation. Let's start there. Something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Not yep. like we're going to fund this country that four years ago you said was the most corrupt country in the world, right. but now all of a sudden we're like, and again, I'm not saying it's good. I always I get this weird situation where I'm like shit talking on our money distribution of how it is, but right. it makes me sound like I'm not sympathetic to people who like who might get hurt, who might get right, hurt right, in yeah, the process. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't feel that, that way. I want them to be okay too. It sucks but like, for the I'm innocent like, people, but the reality is, 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 is we're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. I at least, agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah, at least by a lot. Well, we've we have outpaid the contribution countries from like NATO and the UN yeah. and all that stuff by like ten times. Yeah. Like that's how much money we've already given them. And the we last just know spending, Trump. Trump would never do something like that. Right. I mean. He'd be like, uh, I just, about, but I also don't think, you? I don't think Russia would do anything. No, like no, that. They they either. no, no, So I was like, it's a catch twenty two to the no, scenario dude, because, because right, right. if someone did something crazy like that, he'd be like, oh, we're gonna get him. Yep, yep. All right, everybody, <laughs> let's right. go get him. You know, All right. uh, well, you know, um, so I went, okay. to Mar- I went to Mar-a-Lago and uh, nice. had dinner with Trump. And you uh, did? Oh yeah, bro. He's, was he cool? Get oh, out of here. Super cool. He's the same. He's, Hell yeah. He's just. Good deal. He's, he's, it's who he is. That's who he is, right? And uh, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't spill my like, don't, 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 don't spill, spill your, your beer. Uh, Forrest isn't working. But, uh, you know, he, he told that story there. <laughs> when we were there, he told the story about how, you know, the um, when the uh, uh, the Taliban guy, I can't remember who it was, was like, he, call, he called him on the phone. And he's like, uh, look, I know where you're at. And he sends him. 
sends him, like text over the picture of where he's at right now. Trump sent that. Sent to him. that to him. Get out. He's of like here. now. Uh, <laughs> and and yeah. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna make any any of my Christian friends mad when I say this, but right now. But I'm just gonna. This is what he said. He goes. Uh, he goes. I just told him. Uh, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> that's what he said. He's like, you know. That's what he told him. He's like. Uh, I'm. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's a leader. Best way he said. F well, around and find out. Yeah. You know, yeah. Do something and and you're dead. Absolutely. And you don't think I can? Oh, the, uh, see that? That's your house. That's where you're at right now. Yeah. I just watched you walk in. I love it. You know, and I love that's, it. That's a leader, man. You know, you can say what you want about the guy. I don't like everything about him. No, his hair kind of sucks. You know, but well, uh, yeah, no, I just kind of. I kind of. So, like sometimes I want to say, take his Twitter away. I'm like, bro, you're going yeah. too hard. You know, yeah, like, bro, I, I, <laughs> hey, I said that all the time. I'm like, you know, if if maybe he could just filter what he says a little bit. Mm -hmm. But the reality at the end of the day. It was the fact that he didn't care was also what we liked about it. I see. That's what attracted people to yeah. him. Yeah. You know, so it's like, like you, you, you find yourself like, ooh, no, that I didn't I don't sound know good about at all. That, you know, but then <laughs> yeah. if you took it away, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't be that guy anymore. Right. It was right, right. It's almost like they should have, maybe after the first year, <laughs> then like they just said, okay, one tweet a day. Right. Like, right. No, you, you can't not tweet, yeah, but right, like make right. this yeah, one yeah, count. Calm you down. Know? It's like, calm down. Take a breather. 200 tweets today, Trump. 200 200 right what else are you or, doing or, i mean you're running a country he doesn't you know? he doesn't sleep yeah right he's just exactly right go 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 dude he, sure. he also made for some of the best memes and clips oh, i mean that was it the, uh, the the debate that he had with hillary clinton was I'd all put, time i'll put you in jail all it was the first time, time in my life where it's like the the debate's coming on and you're all day do. like I'm like rubbing yeah. my hands. I'm like, get the popcorn ready. I, you know, crack open the drinks. Work, you know, yeah. I was like loving it. I think yeah. he actually made people want to watch the debate again. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah, that's not true. Wrong. Wrong. Not true. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. 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 You don't because mean, I put you in jail. You said yeah. it. Cause yeah. I brought, cause, yeah. Because yeah, I put you in jail. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I put you in jail. All these people clapping. Those are the people that oh, benefits yeah. from his her tax laws. Yeah. You don't mean trouble because you'd be in jail. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> it's so funny. But, but, but. The way he did it was like it was good comedic timing, but serious. Yeah, you never see that in presidential debates. No, man, you don't. They're boring as hell. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it makes you like, oh, I want to see some drama today. Let's, let's what do you think is going to happen between him and DeSantis, though? Oh, what? Oh, that's a I'm tough really one, looking forward to the primaries because of this it's potential. Be, it's like it's everyone's, be but you know, DeSantis. I, I was trying to look at uh, just a couple of days ago. I haven't. I can't find anywhere where DeSantis has actually said where he's going to run. Right? Have you seen Not it? Yet. No, no. There's nothing yet. I, I uh, like an official. Like I'm running. There's nothing. No, there's I, nothing yet. I, I, I haven't seen anything. I think I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong, but I think it'd be a mistake if he ran, um, because the true kind of MAGA crowd, there, that's going to piss them off. And he's not going to get the true those true MAGA people. Yeah, most of them are going to be loyal to Trump, and he has to have that crowd to win. I, yeah, I think that so. I think that they're gonna, and that's why that's why McCarthy went and kissed the ring. He went and kissed the ring of Trump because he knew uh, McCarthy knew in order for him to get the votes he needs in the future for stuff, he's got to have Trump, right? Yeah, and that's why my thought was it's gonna DeSantis is gonna have to jump on board Trump because they're gonna try and convince him not to run because it's yep. gonna kind of split the vote a little bit. Yep. And they don't want that. And I think if you have a President Trump and a Vice President DeSantis, that's DeSantis, that's pretty powerful. That's bro. Dude, that's it's pretty insane. That's, that's what I think it'll I, end up. I just don't I, yeah. know how hard in the paint they're gonna go after each other right. for the primaries because it'll look too much like 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they can't completely annihilate one another. Right. Because like, they got to work together. Yeah. They got to right? work together. And then it would look weird at the end. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, my running mates yeah, or, or right, vice right. versa, I take whatever. I back everything right? I said. Yeah. You know, right, right. so. I didn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> yeah. You guys fell for it. Thank you. That was a terrible Trump impression. It's not sorry. bad. It's not bad. I'm like, worse. I was a little nasally. He's yeah. he's our I'm resident sorry. impersonator. Dude. Okay. He does. His Patrick Mahomes was awesome. That's my boy, man. I'm from Kansas City. That's what I said. Dude, we did a pot. I think our podcast. Podcast like three weeks ago, he did an impersonation of Patrick Mahomes. I died. I could. I, I was like spot. I don't on, think my bro. voice is there. I'm kind of. That's okay. Because he's no. I'll not. have to go look at it. <laughs> yeah, he but sounds like Kermit the Frog who smoked for oh. 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No. Hey man, being that you're a man of faith and someone who's a pastor, seeing where we're at right now with the world, what's your thoughts on? I mean, because a lot of people don't like to talk about Revelation and end times. Yeah. And I'm actually big into it. Yeah. I pay attention. I really watch. And it's interesting where we're at. Yeah, for sure. We're at an unprecedented time no, it's in the history of the yeah. world and the U.S. Yeah. And I want to see what your thoughts are on that, man. What do you so, what do you think as far as revelations and where we're at in so prophecy? That's called eschatology. Okay. You know, and so some people are like... Uh, Wait, esco- you, you tri- eschatology. I can't even spell that. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> So you, you, you got people that are you got people that are like pre-trib, post-trib. I'm pan-trib, which is like it all pan out somehow. You know, my man, I'm right there with you, dude. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, because I hear people uh, talk all the time. I'm like, I don't know, dude. I you know, I've know. studied I've, I've studied it a lot. You know, I, I've been in seminary twice. Okay. Um, I've studied it a lot, and I just for me, I don't think and and people will go hard on this. They'll they'll split churches over this, and I I think it's a stupid reason to get in a fight because speaking of of biblical things. If you can figure out how to love each other, then maybe go after the other things. But we're still trying to figure out how to love each other in the church. That's a solid point. Right? Or solid love your point. neighbor, right? Yeah. Um, but where are we at in the timeline? What do I believe? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know things are getting dark. They're getting darker by the day. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> the oldest lady on my campaign team, is ninety. she's 97. Get out of here. She's and working for you? Working, bro. Bro, she, you're brutal. She, she, right, yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm hard on her. I'm like, look, no... no <laughs> No Listen breaks, here, Doris. No breaks. No breaks. I no. You no. didn't run your three we're miles not, in the morning, Doris. We're not talking about your hips. Get to work. Yeah. You know? Doris, I don't care if your hip hurts. We got a thousand more of these we gotta hand out. Take another aspirin. Let's get this going. Uh, but uh, you know, she talked about, you know, in her in her life, I mean, we're looking at freaking, you know, a, a century here. And she's like, man, I've never seen anything, you know, not, not World War One, two, none of the times in between. It's the darkest she's ever seen it. And she, I mean, she, it petrifies her in fear of where we're at. Um, you know, uh, are we talking about a tribulation type of thing? No, I don't think so. I think biblically speaking, uh, if you, if you read the book of Revelation, I think those things are going to surpass what we think of tribulation by far, you know? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. Uh, I think we could get there quick. Will we? Will will believers live through it, or will they be taken away in the in the rapture? I don't know. I I, yeah. I say here yeah. here's what I say. So like Armin, there's Arminian, and then there's Calvinist in schools of the, theological thought. Arminians work their way into the kingdom of God. It's all about works, right? Calvinists are all about grace and predestination. We're all predestined for for. Um, to do something in our life. God made you to do something. And, and then they also believe that, that you don't have a choice to be saved or not saved. Either God made you to be saved or he made you for evil. 
And so they don't believe in like evangelism, right? What an excuse. Um, it's crazy, right? Mm. And so here, here's what I do. <laughs> yeah. how I was made. Yeah. Is I, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, no, no Jesus for me. Um, so I, I say this, I live like, uh, I live like an Arminian and I sleep like a Calvinist. So I go to sleep at night thinking, okay, well, I've done everything I can do in my power. Now I'm just going to stand, right? Okay. And so I, I just you. try to be ready for whatever it is. And um, here's what I do think is, as the times get darker. Uh, I think we will most likely see civil war in our country. Oh, yeah, um, I, I think that I think that there, it could be as early as like uh, 30, you know, here in just a few years. Um, I think that the only answer that may prevent that is is a sweeping um, revival of of uh, God's grace, you know, where people kind of put aside their differences and focus on something different like humanity. Yeah. Um, with novel idea, right? But um, can we get there? I don't know. I don't know if you pay attention to what's going on in the nation right now. Ashbury? Revival to Ashbury. Uh, I, I've got friends there right now. Tonight's our last service, though. Why is that? Um, uh, it, 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 it's an interesting thing. Uh, there's a lot of interesting things about it. But, you know, I think I think the bottom line is it's it's a college. You know, and people have paid for their kids to go to school there, you know, and yeah. and they kind of got to get back to some business. I don't know that to be a fact. Uh, uh, but it's a good point. It's, a, it, you know, it's just I've seen that those kind of things happen before, you know, but uh, but there's other stuff that's popping off around Lee. Uh, Lee University started some other colleges started. Um, so there is a little bit of a Jesus awakening that's happening. And will that be the sweeping revival that we need to to take us off, you know, the track of something you know, evil. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. But this is what we do know. Um, we do know that tragedy always causes an increase in faith. True. Um, you know, you look at nine eleven. Nine twelve was one of the best days. Yeah, man. yeah, man. Congress I mean, singing "God Bless America." Right. Yeah. Everybody I mean, joined together, holding hands. The the churches was filled for months, overflowing. You know, those things happened. You know, I hope it doesn't take something tragic yeah. to get us back to that. But yeah. you know, we'll see what happens, man. You know, I I'm not the guy. I'm not. Some some Christians are like they, some. There's some faiths that are like praying for Jesus to come back. They're like, come yeah. back now, come back now. I, I'm more the. Uh, why don't we pray? for more time to see more people saved, you know, yeah. there's, there's people in my family that yeah. I would like to see accept Christ, you know, but, um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I asked that because <clears throat> the history behind me asking this is Sam and myself, we grew up in relatively very, very strict religious homes. Okay. We went to private school. Right. And you can say, at least I'll say it for myself, definitely a prodigal son. I went out and did my own thing for a sure, long sure. time, bro. Then yeah. you realize, yeah, there ain't shit out there. dude. <laughs> this right. is ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you get life under your belt. Yeah. And you you have good times and you have some pretty dark and bad times. And you yeah. realize like, yo, I, I need something to carry me through yeah. here. Because this this is uh life can get pretty tough. Life sure can get can. very unfair. Sure and nobody can. cares. Yeah. You know, and But sometimes you need those experiences to know what to know what you've what you're missing when you don't have it, you know. Oh my god, totally. Right. I, you, I, yeah. you take it for you take it uh, for granted if that's all you've ever known. Yeah, you take yeah. it for granted. That's why you know Amish. If you you don't know if you know anything about Amish people, I was raised with the Amish people where I'm from. Oh, really? My first girlfriend was uh, was Amish, and it's like it was, it was like holding her hand was like going all the way home base. You guys had sex, just to, just to get a little bit of that skin on my yeah, hand, bro. Baby. I was like, oh yeah, score. But uh, <laughs> they, you know, when when they hit a certain age, when Amish people hit a certain age, they they call it uh, rum springer. Ru yeah, rum springer. Yeah, right. talking about. Oh, yeah. So they get to go out and they get to experience the world. And the the principle behind that is to know what 
to know what you're, you know, it's like you don't have to wonder what you're missing out there. You went and you did it. You found out that it's not what it's all cracked up to be, you know, and, and come home. I don't know if I'd come home to that. You know, I think, yeah, yeah. They, you know, uh, I'm not much for the horse and buggy thing, but, uh, oh. you know, I, I think there's something to be said about being that prodigal and coming home. You know, oh, you yeah, know, man. You, you get know. some you get some life on your belt and you have some experiences yeah. and realize, you know, it's, you know, life's unfair. It is what it is. Yeah. No one owes you anything. Well, and who wants to listen to somebody who hasn't experienced life. Very true. You know, it's like, very what true. do you freaking know? Like for me as a pastor, like. I'd listen to somebody who's never experienced any kind of heartache. They've been spoiled, rotten their whole life and yeah. never, never had any heartache. It's like, what do you know about what it's like to be me? And that's why the mega churches, by the way, are shrinking. You know, they're, they're out. You Dude, know. look at Hillsong. Yeah. Oh, my God. They what, crashed what, and burned so hard. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. Carl Lentz, dude. Yeah, he brought right. it down. Exactly. You know, he, he lives right over um, in, uh, in uh, Redondo now. Carl Lentz does. I thought he moved to Florida. No, he he's got bought a house. Um, he, his uh, so my kids work at a driving school, oh, and no his way, uh, dude. his kid his kid goes to the driving school. But what? Uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Because, and here's the reason why the, a lot of those big churches they're not relevant anymore. It's like you're going to stand up there on your platform with your with your freaking six hundred dollar Gucci shoes and and not a problem in the world, and you're going to preach to me about about what it's like to be me. You don't know me. If you saw me in the grocery store, you wouldn't look at me. Yeah. You don't know what it's like to be me. Yeah. People today, especially young people, they're looking for relationship. If you don't have relational collateral, you know, with, I mean, I can't tell you how to live. If, you, if we don't have relational collateral, you'd be like, bro, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> tell me how to live, you yeah. know, but you become friends with somebody, you, 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 you have a build a relationship, then, then you have collateral. So, uh, you know, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I like the prodigal sons. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm still working progress. I'll tell you that. Yeah, right well, but the huge thing for me is uh, learning. It's just learning love, grace, and forgiveness. Yeah. And I, I teach that. A, I, I just teach I say a lot to a lot of people who confide in me. Yeah. And I've learned that a lot with these guys. You know, this podcast wouldn't be possible without this team. But what's great about this team is. Dude, with these dudes, I can share with them anything, and they know some of the darkest and hardest times I've been through and mistakes, and they're so accepting and loving. Come on. And it makes you better. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. you have people who will freaking judge you so hard, like, bro, that's not helping me right now. I know no. I fucked up. No, because, the, you know, the worst thing. <laughs> you no, know, it's like, like damn, dude. The worst thing in, in, in getting right in your life is forgiving yourself. That's so hard. You know, oh my god! Like, I have so no hard. problem forgiving other people. It's forgiving me yes. that I have a problem with. Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's the biggest thing I've had to come terms with. It's just looking in your past and realizing, my God, like, how do I forgive myself for some of the things yeah. I've done and how I treated people? You yeah. know, and where I've the paths that I've gone down. But then when you look at those things and you start changing your life, you start to see. Like, I hate to say it, I would say it, but it's like, holy shit, like, wow, like, God's grace was there the whole time. Yeah. Like, dude, he protected me. Yeah. He kept me through this whole time. He brought these people into my life yeah. to make this podcast so happen, true. to make me better. Yeah. You know, and you start you start looking at it from, a, like, a 10,000-foot perspective instead of yeah. that 100-foot perspective. It's the you know? lens. You look, you look at things through the through the. So it's like, it's like Jesus, the, our life is on a timeline, and we look at it from, okay, birth, uh, school screwed up, went to the world, messed up, did this, did this, did this. Did this. But Jesus doesn't. He turns it around. And he looks at all the way down through the cross to you, my man. So all he's looking at is through the lens of what he's already done for you. And when we bring it up, well, God, you know, I did this. He's like, I don't remember that, right? Because I chose to throw your sin into the sea of forgetfulness. That's what it says, you know. So. 
Beautiful. That's it. Beautiful. Dude, you know what? One last thing yeah. to get on. I really, because I like talking, you know, getting deep into faith stuff because I'm, I'm digging in deep on my own. But why do you think for so many people it's so hard to accept a free gift of salvation? I think about that sometimes. And some people where they hear like, oh, you're you're a believer again. Uh, you know, and they kind of right. like shit on you a little bit. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. Well, it's not a bad thing. This is like a good thing, you it, know? It's a lot of it's our nation where we at. We worship science. We don't we don't worship faith, you know. It's like um and like I get called a Christo fascist. That's that's the I've new never name. heard of that one. That's the new name. You've had two Lepia. things that you've said today that I've never heard before. I was like, Christo fascist. Christo fascist. Christo fascist. Yeah. Um I'm gonna but, neon sign so, made of that dude. Right. I, I'm gonna, that's gonna be my new podcast background. A, at least a t shirt. Yeah, exactly. I love it, dude. So, you know, we worship science in our country. We 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 don't um we don't hold value in the things of faith. Um, so there's that. So people have a hard time because you're right. In our people do shit on people that believe in, they're like, oh, you believe in God? They'll like almost look at you like surprised. Like, right. You're like, what? Yeah. You believe in that? You yeah. know? Um, so there's, there's that aspect. But, you know, I think a lot of people um, believe but don't accept and that's because um, also in our country, we have such an expectation of there's nothing that's really free. There's always strings attached to it. There's that's a good point. This, right. Know? right. Um, and, and then there's a, also lack of faith in, in men and women of God. You know, it's like, we, we, you know, there's a lot of corruption in the church. There's a lot of, you know, you know, you look at sexual abuse and all kinds of weird things all through the Catholic church, the, you know, the, the evangelical churches, it's happened. Right. And so those things get the headlines to make Christians all right. look really crappy. Right. You know, so the Carl Lenses. Yeah. You know, Carl Lenses, the, the whole thing. <laughs> and the crazy, you know, it's amazing. God still loves that dude. And God still dude, loves him. Still loves him. And loves him so much. It's, right. You know, it's like he, he, he messed at every up. one of us and yeah. says, I'm, you, you're my favorite. You know, yeah. every one of us, he said that too, you know, yeah. in our junk, you know, in, in the, yeah. in the pit. But, um, so I think that's, I think that's a lot of it is just, you know, people don't trust the whole, there's no strings attached because honestly, there, there are a lot of strings attached, you know, it's like, let's say the gift of salvation's free, right? but living that life's going to cost you everything because as you, as you progress and mature in faith, um, you shed off a lot of stuff that, you know, it's like, God's like, okay, you ready to, are you ready to get rid of this? Are you ready to get rid of that? Are you ready to stop looking at porn? Are you ready to stop cheating on your wife or whatever it is? You know, you, the yeah. list goes on. And so the, the salvation gift is free, but you know, there, there are strings attached as you mature, you know, he'll, he'll bring those it's things It's a good to point you. you bring up because I noticed the more that I dig in and just on my own, I'm not saying like going to church and listen to pastors. Right. This is me digging in, doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. You want to change. Yeah. You feel that pull like, you know, I don't need to be doing this anymore. Yeah, right. You know, I don't need to go down this road or talk like that, you know, or, or do this. But it's amazing what will happen when you, when you truly kind of surrender a little bit. Yeah. And give it up. That's you the know, hardest part, dude. Sin uh, is, you know, outside of, outside of being a spiritual thing, sin typically is unhealthy for you mentally uh, and physically, yeah. you know, and so it, you know, just the things, you know, I, I don't know. I, we talked about Theo Vaughn earlier, you know, um, watching his, I watch his podcast and, and he's kind of like 
I think a lot of where you're at, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's a believer and, and he believes in Jesus. I, was, I saw him the other day trying to get somebody to accept Jesus on this podcast. It was funny. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. He's like, but he has such a, he has such so a, cool. a matter of fact way about it. You know, it's like, look, bro, you know, all this other stuff is the dark arts, right. you know, and, and I would just rather if something happened, I want you to be cool. I want to see you up there type of deal. Right. Yes. Right. And, and that's why I tell people a lot is like, I am not your typical, I don't say Christian. I say believer. Cause I've met a lot of Christians yeah. that are some of the fucking most messed up a-holes I've ever True. met. I should not have let my life. Yeah. But I say I'm a believer, but you know, I say my face a lot more gritty. Yeah. To, to me, it's like, I, I'm a, like, I'm going to cuss every once in a while. I, yeah. I, I'm just that person. Right. I have a drink, whatever. Yeah. When I pray, I don't close my eyes. I sit there and tell them like, hey man, this is fucked up. Like this yeah. hurts. Yeah. I don't like how this went down. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, can we fix this right now? Yeah. Let's let's get yeah. my life back together. Yeah, I'll Think- yell at God, bro. Oh, yeah. I'll be it's like, a, it's a I'll lot be more like, like, why? I, yeah. why, seen, why today? <laughs> you Come on, man. Yeah. Jeez. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah. um, you know that uh, um, Robert Duvall movie, The Apostle. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's such a freaking amazing movie. That's an older movie. one, isn't it's it? It's an older yeah, movie, older probably one. 80s or maybe 90s or something like that. Is that before the Joseph movie? Uh, Do you remember the Joseph one? No, I don't think I've ever seen oh, it. I'll have to forward that to you, dude. I'm going to have to check really it out. Yeah, well, you know, Robert Duvall talks about, he's screaming at God. His wife cheated on him with the youth pastor, and he ends up killing He's pastor in the <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, and, and, uh, wow, plot, plot twist, plot twist, yeah. uh, zingo. And um, so he's up in the, he's up in his room above his where his mom is, you know, and and he's screaming at God. I mean, just screams, praying in tongues and screaming at God. And the neighbors call him. It's in the middle of the night, you know. Yeah. The neighbors call and they're like, "Hey, can you get you know shut up?" You know, and and she goes, "Look, you know, sometimes he talks to God and sometimes he yells at God," and. Um, you know, I felt like the Lord had told me once, he's like, look, I'd rather you yell at me than not talk to me at all, you know, because yeah. at least it's a conversation. It's an, it's an open line of communication because when we shut up, it's just like with our spouse or, you know, or friends even, you know, when there's a problem, when you don't talk about it, that's when it builds up and it compounds Damn, and it makes a bigger too. issue, yeah. wow. you know. But when we talk it out and we have an open line of communication, things can get sorted out. Well, I think there's beauty in that, too. Yeah. I mean, the Lord, that's what I I found is like, he wants to have something with you. Yeah. Be open. And Sam, correct me if I'm wrong, because the way we grew up was very legalistic, religious, and fearful. Amish? Very. Yeah. Yeah. Low-key Amish. Black Amish. Amish. Yeah, black Amish. African, Nigerian Amish. Yeah. Yes. I've seen them. Yeah. Yes. It exists, bro. It's hard to see you in those those black buggies. It sounds like a great show. Yeah. yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. But isn't that Black up? Amish. Yeah, that's how we grew up. Yeah, man. Can we pitch that idea to somebody? Uh, oh, this good. week in Black Amish. It, it probably exists. Probably. It, it, it probably does. Exists. Sam will be the Sam will be the executive producer. Dude. Yeah. I just okay. I want to say something <laughs> to uh to the point of what you're talking about is like why people maybe sometimes have a hard time with it's something simple as being a believer, accepting Jesus. Like, I think that we don't have a social structure, like on the media scale at all to support that in wide droves. I think that it's, that's unfortunately something that falls in line with more of a taboo subject matter. And just look at all the social influences that we have. It's very rare to see someone, let's say even a movie star, right. Or a big band or whatever to be like this outspoken, 
uh, believer. Now, there's a couple. It's not everybody. So there's there's a few, but it's like I know Chris Pratt's pretty open with his faith, and and I'm not speaking for him at all. But I've heard a couple things where it's like, oh, cool, yeah, you know. True. And but I don't think that that's on a big scale. Right. So I feel like not just the other social influences that you have, as far as like, because you're, and I, and I completely agree with this, is when people are like, oh, I'm a Christian. Well, it's like, well, I'll society doing a bunch of blow in the back. <laughs> right, right, right. Now you're yeah. making some crazy decisions. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, I'm a Christian too. You know? Yeah. 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 But, you yeah. know, yeah. but yeah. what. Does it come with that? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, right, because of the label, it makes it this like kind of situation where it's like, okay, well, I don't, you know, I know that and gritty is a great way to put it because I would find myself in that that oh, yeah. situation as well. I am a terrible example by all means, but I also believe, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's like I get this, you know, but I, I feel like that's that's why it gets held back. It's but maybe like you're it's a labeling. It's a, well, maybe, I, maybe I, we, we, you know, the world sees it or the, the Christian world <laughs> sees it as a bad example, but I don't know that Jesus sees it as a bad example. I'm right saying there with that's you, dude. what has always made me question the, not question, but temper with the idea of like, which because, it's like going to church. Dude, it's like what to be around a bunch of people that are like kind of judgy. Yeah, I'm like, right. I'm like, you know, I was like, Jesus probably lived a crazy ass life for about 15 years. It's not really written a whole lot Jordan, about, right? Yeah. And you know, here's the thing, dude. I would say this all the time. I, I feel like it's people who muddy the waters. Yeah, ain't God, dude. Yeah. And I've, there's it's so many true. times in my life that I let people dictate my faith and just people, leaders, and tr- it's not about that. Dude. It's called doctrines of men, right? People, people go. put their own interpretation on scripture, and they they bring opinion into it, and right. then they make doctrines that surround their opinions, right? Right. And and so it, I, when I traveled the world preaching at these churches for years, these huge churches, you, I would ask them, well, why do you believe that? They couldn't tell you. Their leaders couldn't tell you. They were told that because they were, or they believe that because somebody told them to believe that, right? Hmm. Well, where where is that in the Bible? For instance, like um, I, I worked for this denomination at one point planting, planting churches and and it was like uh, you had to have their ordination, their ordination, their piece of paper, their stamp of approval to baptize, to marry, to bury, um, to serve communion. And I, and I wouldn't take it. I'd be like, no, I'm not taking your, I'm not taking your ordination. And they're like, well, you have to in order to do this. I said, I don't see that in the Bible. Where is that in the Bible? Show me where the Bible says I have to have your piece of paper in order to love people the way Jesus loved people. My man, I love it. You know? What was their response? Uh, <laughs> no? Yeah. No. They, they divorced, they divorced <laughs> yeah. me. They divorced well, me. just pay us $200 and yeah. we'll just still let you allow to do it. Whatever you want. You know what I mean? Wait, you're yeah. doing it again. Yeah. Yo, I, I'll just say this right now. I, I, I really enjoy this conversation. It's good yeah. because... Um, I think all three of us kind of were raised in that way, and sure. we we went our own ways. We do our thing, but I think when it comes to the root of it all, yeah, we I still have to be at church next week. <laughs> Get your offering. If ready. you're talking, I might be a little hungover, uh, yeah. dude. Get your tithes and offerings ready. <laughs> <laughs> like I got eighty-seven cents. <laughs> yeah, Where's it at? Yeah, but I I love that the when when people can and you know make your faith it's it's so like it's so much more basic than you think yeah it doesn't sure. have to be this ritual yeah. realistic he just wants we overcomplicate it oh totally oh. dude and i, I threw that out the window yeah. now do you guys I'm, know who lonnie frisbee is you guys ever heard yes, of frisbee? yes so they got the movie that's coming out it starts tomorrow right? yeah um uh what um jesus what's it called jesus revolution jesus revolution that's Let's it go, you baby. got it you got I it. i listen to greg Laurie a lot uh, yeah i, right. I call him okay. my pastor dude. okay it's, i love he's that great guy. he keeps it basic dude. and and lonnie frisbee was such he was just like what you're he's gritty right yeah he he, he he bro he encountered god on lsd that's how he got saved <laughs> 
I love it, dude. On LSD in, in like a waterfall or something crazy like that, right? You right, know? Right. And he's all he knew is like, look, I believe in Jesus. I love him. I know he loves me. And I just want to go after that. And that's what happened. That's where the, so we caught, we talk, you know, the Jesus revolution of the sixties, he launched that by just being exactly what you guys are talking about me, just being you and gritty and simple. It's like, Hey, why overcomplicate it? It here's the, the basic truth of it is you need Jesus. Jesus loves you come to Jesus. And that's the end of it. Yeah. Let him do what he's going to do after that, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. so simple. It's simplicity. Oh. It's, it's almost it's almost it's uh, it's almost called like a it's like a scandalous gospel. The truth is so scandalous because it's so simple yeah. that we <laughs> we it. want to overcomplicate everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. It's a simple free free gift, dude. Yeah. And and that's what I love about I think me digging it now and just doing life with these guys. I keep my it's circle good. super tight. Good. You know, people you can truly, truly trust. And I don't think a lot of people have that. Yeah. You know, where you can honestly open up and tell these humans that you're doing life with, like, here's what I'm going through. Here's what's going on. Like, cool. Let's right. let's get you better. Instead of, dude, woe is you and you're a sinner. It's right, like, right. bro, I know. <laughs> I know <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Like, yeah, you don't got to tell yeah, me, dude. Yeah. And that's why, like, I asked Sam, because well, Sam and I, I, I think we connect on a lot of levels because we grew up in the same Christian school. Right. In the same type of family that was very, we love our parents, but sure. man, dude, hardcore, dude. Right. Definitely. Like hard, couldn't watch Simpsons, you know, mm, it just, cra- just gnarly, tough. dude. That's why, <laughs> so you know, tough. I asked Sam, like sometimes I always say, like, Sam, what do you think? You know, and why Sam's a part of his podcast, but Sam, you've been listening. What, what's your thoughts on some of this too, before we close? I completely agree, man. Um, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, growing up. And I think one of the things you mentioned was the prodigal son. You really can't gain like uh the grace unless you leave and you figure out what's going on on the outside you know because when you're there then you realize wow like where this is this is crap this is ridiculous you know and where where i was was pretty dope you know and i just left that for this you know for all this trash all this filth this is crazy you know so i think like in order for you to really be grateful for it and really you know um um uh, it, it causes you to come back to you know that original state right exact to scripture you know so i i think you you in order to be a true uh, believer um to, to really meditate in it you have to leave yeah. you know cuz that's when you adopt it you adopt the scripture you adopt you know god and everything you know cuz if if you're if you're raised in it and grown in it you don't know what it's on like you said the Amish you don't know what's on the outside you're just told what to do and you do exactly it. there's yeah. no exactly depth behind right. it right? right right and it becomes such a drag it's like every, everything it's like it's it's all about trying to trying to meet this expectation that you know personally you can't you can't do right and you know nothing's fun nothing's this nothing's that and and i truly believe that christianity should be enjoyed not endured and the church wants us to endure you know this this faith that's all about um all about kind of just uh monopolizing your time your energy everything is about building a, a a business structure of a of a commercial church when the reality is relationship is nothing like that Damn, well said bring dude. that bell mm-hmm. baby my god dude mm-hmm. well, dude i was saying derek <laughs> i'm so glad you came on uh, and we've had these conversations i appreciate it real quick um sorry i, we, I wish we could get the camera in here but I want you, if you guys can look at Sam's shoes, you got some Eskimo slippers on or what the hell? Bro, are these are dope. <laughs> I love these, bro. They're so comfortable. Dude. 
I saw him. They look good, my boy. Yeah, they're so comfortable. You look good. You yeah, look good, I, dude. You, do man. they have soles on the bottom? They they do. They do. Okay, they do, because yes. it looked like it was just that fluffy material all the way around. I was like, damn, dude, you're going to go through those quick. <laughs> Bro, they're moon boots. You know, like, what is that, Kevlar? <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, too. I'm like, what are you? You got some those moon are shoes, bro. I, I might wear them. They're I super comfortable, too. They so, look I mean, every bit not? of it. Why not? I, hey, Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, do you, bro? Yeah. Oh, you exactly. know, I support you. You always do you. You know I do me, bro. I know. I love it. You know hey, it, baby. Hey, dude, Derek, he wore some straight up white loafers on here one time. I was like, bro, all you. I can't pull that off. I cannot pull Socks that off. Socks or no socks? Uh, so I, no, they weren't. So they were boots, though. They weren't loafers. They were they were actual. They were full boots, and they had um they Sexy. had this leather like uh, strap around them. And Sexy, you hook them bro. In. They, Sexy. they were dope, man. I loved them, and I wore them with jeans, you know, and, <laughs> and a button up. It was looking good, man. And yeah. I was coming from work. I, I can know. See it. I can picture. Oh, it. bro, he can pull it off. I yeah. can't do it. I'm yeah. too. His shoe swag is right. Yeah, GQ. On the next level. Straight yeah. up, Jordan. Like, all of my t-shirts are black. Hey, but, but you look good though, right? It's, because it's all that matters. I know, but here's my thing: it's like it's one less decision I have to make. Exactly, <laughs> black is beautiful. Grab the black. Ask him. Just grab the black. Black is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He does. Um, Derek, yes, dude, thank you so much yeah. for coming on our podcast and taking the time to uh, come down here and bring your. If he passes the test, I, I'll just say, um, all in favor of giving your vote of approval of becoming a brother or a son-in-law. No. Aye, aye, get it, <laughs> get it. You win, dude. No, but thanks for coming, dude. Oh, um, it's a pleasure. It dude, was a good time. I, yeah, I appreciate your honesty and being so open and sharing your life. Uh, it means a lot to me. I didn't know all these things about you, dude. I mean, I've just followed you on social media and, you know, to come in here and open up and even talk about faith and just running for, I mean, it's it's encouraged me like crazy, dude. I love that you're real, that you're gritty, that you're just you, and I appreciate it, man. Oh, I really do. Time. And you have a you have an open spot on here anytime. Also, I'll be want, back dude. next week. <laughs> no, I, Let's dude, go. Yeah, absolutely. I'll bring my Omevo. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I think uh, obviously, if you don't run in the next go, I hope you consider doing it again down the road. I think, I mean, we talked about it a, a little bit there, not a little bit, a lot of bit, but I think that's what it takes to get the next wave, right? Everyone sure. keeps talking about the next move, the next, when are we going to get over this hump of the same old monotonous crap that we deal with over yeah. and over again? And it's individuals like you, it's giving another spin on things, you know what I mean? And like, because of all the things we listed. Or individuals right? like you. Maybe. Maybe one day. I don't know. I'll consider that later down the road. But I'd uh, be your vice president, dude. Dude. We'd, Jordan. We'd run. <laughs> we'd just get in Congress, and that's what we can talk I'll about. tell you what, I can do better than Kamala. You have to. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 let's go. No, I just, I, I think that, I, I think that, that we're in a position right now, time frame wise, that this is going to have to be what happens in order to, in my opinion, in order to stop the potential, like complete split between the country of two forms of yeah. thought. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of, and look again, right. I mean, we, we talked about a couple different ways about doing it, but like just staying involved and, you know, open your eyes take the bigger picture. And it doesn't necessarily mean like you, you don't have to abandon your core thought values, right. but you should understand commonsensical approaches and what yeah. actually can get done and what's happening. And sure. I, and I think, you know, people like you and like with, when Cole came on, just all that, that kind of style mindset moving forward, that's what it's going to take to get us to these, to next step to hopefully, 
I'm not saying that it will be 100% the fix, but you at least give the country a different look. Yeah, you get it. In that right? Way. You get another chance. So at least we can say, hey, look, this this didn't work. <clears throat> now let's try for a different thought process. If that doesn't work, then maybe we revamp everything. Yeah. You know neck, what I mean? Neck tattoos for everybody. Hey. <laughs> there it is. I'll, be, I'll, it. I'll, I'll go get bro. one tomorrow. Man, I'm dude. down. They look good. Yep. <laughs> but uh, anyway, but either way, thank you so much uh, for coming on and me. super awesome talking to you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, super rad, dude. Uh, well, let's get a let's go on three. You guys ready? You ready, Sam? Yeah. Let's get Sam, it, you good? Let's get it. You sure, Sam? Sam, ready. are you ready? With that, with that motorcycle sculpture in the yeah, background, Yeah, baby. Bro. It looks it good. I appreciate it, it. All right. One, two, three. Let's, let's go. go. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening in. If you liked what you just listened to, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Please follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And a big shout-out to Stephen Clark, our sound editor. He's a huge part of this team that is unseen. It's 8-9 Barbers, our first sponsor. Look good, feel good, be great. That's two locations, Orange, California, and Long Beach, California. Book your appointment online, 8-9Barbers.com. Bye, everybody.